everybody. How you doing? How you living? It's Justin Trees here. Hey, my voice is not as good to start out with as Austin's, but hey, I'm going solo tonight. Austin, he needed some sleep because as we all know, the parade was yesterday for the Super Bowl champions, Kansas City Chiefs. He had a hell of a time. He was there super early. He was watching everybody go nuts, people falling out of trees, police car chases in the middle of the route, almost hitting a whole bunch of people. We all saw the videos. It looked like a hell of a time. It honestly looked like 90% of Kansas City was actually there. Like, I'm pretty sure they just shut down everything in that city. We're just like, hey, everything's closed. We don't need this. All we need to do is go watch this parade. Go watch all these players just chugging beers, doing whatever they wanted to do on that bus, having a great time. I mean, we all saw the video, had to stop, do a potty break for MVP Patrick Mahomes. I thought it was hilarious. I think it's going to be just – I think each year parades get more and more fun to watch because the players just have so much energy and they're just like with the young mentality here. Like I just think it's so much fun. So uh, anyway, so Austin's not here tonight because he just needs some sleep. He's had a crazy two weeks with the Senior Bowl and then Super Bowl week, and then he went, obviously, down to Miami, and then he had this. I don't blame the kid. Get some rest, Austin. We miss you. Uh, Can't wait for Sunday. We'll be back at it again. Um, But before we get started, everybody, let's not forget, Talking Football is brought to you by Nectar CBD. So if you you need relief for anything like anxiety, depression, other health issues, uh, being able to focus at work. All of us need that, right? Sometimes it's hard. You want to get onto Twitter. You want to get on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? Like you need to focus. CBD can do that for you. And Nectar CBD is the way to go. Austin and I use this. It's fantastic. We really, really enjoy it. So if you need something like that in your life, go to NectarCBDProducts.com. Again, that is NectarCBDProducts.com and get what you need. So again, thank you, CBD. We appreciate you. And let's move on. So we're going to get into just around the laces. So let's start out with this. We're going to do a little bit of a different way of doing tree civia tonight. Uh, I'm not going to not do it just because Austin's not here. So I'm going to do the question now. I'll repeat it a couple of times so everybody can listen. I will then post this on our social account, and I will be expecting all of you to give me responses. First one to get a response, we will shoot you a Talking Football t-shirt. We'll DM you, we'll get some your sizes and everything, and you will get a free Talking Football t-shirt. So, first one is, there are two players. Um, this is what we're going to do, actually. I'm going to just do it for fun. This one, it's going to be the who am I. I want, that is what the t-shirt is for. So, the comparison, though. Let's see who, who can get this. Two players here. In the 2019 season, player A had one interception, 61 tackles, 13 quarterback hits, six and a half sacks, and seven pass deflections. Again, one interception, 61 tackles, 13 quarterback hits, six and a half sacks, and seven pass deflections. Player two had five interceptions, 44 tackles, one quarterback hit, zero sacks, 
and nine pass deflections. Again, five interceptions, 44 tackles, one quarterback hit, zero sacks, nine pass deflections. Let's see who can guess that. Again, these guys play the same position. I don't know if I said that at the start. I can't remember, but they play the same position. So that might be able to help you. One last hint for you. They are both currently on their rookie contracts. I'll post this. We'll see who can guess who it is. All right. Now on to the who am I? Number one, I was a third round pick. Two, I've been an all pro two times. I played at University of Texas. 2009 was my breakout season. Those are the four hints I'm going to give you. I was a third round pick. I've been an all pro two times. I played for the University of Texas. And 2009 was my breakout season. I will be posting this first thing tomorrow morning. You guys shoot us some messages and we'll, we'll see who can get it right first. All right. Now on to some other news. Last episode, we talked about Xavier Howard. Talked about how it's wrong. Uh, any domestic abuse? Not right. We all understand that. Not breaking news. Um, Austin also pointed out how maybe we shouldn't talk about certain things until we get the full story. Uh, today came out. Those domestic charges got dismissed. What that means? Hard to really know, right? Um, for me, you hate to see that in a sense of what if the female it could be male as well right but in this case the female just is scared right like you would hate to see that and you would never want that uh, you would hope that they would feel safe enough where they could move forward with that if that really happened if this was fake and not a real issue then obviously you were very happy for Xavier Howard that this got dropped and we're good you know he's good and he can move on with his NFL career and his life just in general um so that's it's a tough subject to talk about. It's and I'm now that I'm doing it, it's kind of weird doing it by myself where I don't have somebody to like talk to about this like I normally do with Austin. But for me, it's hard because I believe this is the second time that Howard has been accused of this. Is like one time where it was like, oh, there's actually a call. The other one was just like a rumor. So I hope that I hope everything's fine with both of them. I hope that she's okay. I hope he's okay. And they can move on and have a safe life. Uh, no more domestic violence. That's physical or emotional. Uh, I just, that's near and dear to my heart. I really just don't like that. So let's hope that that's, it's the last we hear of saving Howard in the news about this type of situation. Um, two guys that got paid in the recent years, that are now maybe on the way out of their teams. And it's a position that everybody says you do not pay. And that's running back. Todd Gurley, last year, made a whole bunch of money. And now it looks like he might be on the way out. After being the highest paid running back. Obviously, Zeke passed that. But he was. So that's, it's it's hard to like really comprehend, right? Like, Obviously, he had a down year, but he's not a very good year. I think everybody's just thinking, like, because they didn't make the playoffs and, like, he didn't have 20 touchdowns. But, like, he still had 
a fair amount of like yards per carry. Like his yards per carry were fine. He still had quite a bit of touchdowns. He's he's kind of just a guy that finds the end zone. So um, still a great great talent. It's just can they find somebody to take that contract on because they need that money. Like they need to pay Ramsey. They're gonna need to pay Cooper Cup soon. Like they already are paying the other two wide receivers in Woods and Cook. So we'll see how that works. And then the other guy is David Johnson. Uh, I'm going to pat myself on the, on my back and say, I was saying this at the start of last year. I was saying, hey, this team does not need a running back like that. They, I was saying Chase Edmonds was, could be the guy for like what they wanted to do. And then they traded for Drake. And I'm like, yeah, he's a great fit. <coughs> when, we, when it was a trade deadline last year, and Austin went through all these teams of what, what they needed, for Arizona, it was let's get this off of our this contract off of our books. It just doesn't make sense for the style of offense that Cliff Kingsbury wants to run. David Johnson is a fantastic talent still. I still think he's going to be great. I could see them trying to make the move. I have a hard time believing that they're really going to just re- release him, <clears throat> but they could. But I really think a trade is more likely in this scenario when Gurley oh – man. I don't see them dropping Gurley either, but like I could see them really demanding, demanding something, uh, just a new contract. But we'll see. So it's just crazy to think about two running backs that were at the top of their game, got paid, and really dropped off. Um, Is Zeke next? It's hard to see, right? Like he's he's the dude that just keeps going and going and going, but like he doesn't have the speed that he did earlier in his career. I mean, Pollard played fantastic last year. I mean, he did get a lot of carry, but like the couple games that he got lots of carries, he went over 100 yards, no problem. So um, that'll be interesting to see, especially with McCarthy there next year, of if he goes to that like kind of two running back set a little bit and maybe save Zeke a little bit more touches for playoff time. I mean, he they did that with Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams at Green Bay. What if he? I mean, obviously Zeke is a talent that you're not going to go 50 50 or anything like that but what if he decides to go maybe that 75 25 and save it rather than the 85 90 to 10 to 15 that it was this year so that'll be interesting excited to see how that happens and how that goes through um a couple other things we got going on um all or nothing the eagles this year uh that came out and i believe it's actually out today um tomorrow or yesterday for you those of you listening with this coming out i'm very excited uh i've been pretty vocal about how i thought carson wentz had a fantastic year a lot of people don't think he did but over four thousand yards with the receivers that he had all the injuries on the offensive line really he deserved that comeback player of the year after coming off of the injury again i just i thought he had a fantastic year so not the love that he should have gotten, in my opinion. Super excited to start watching this. This is probably what my whole weekend's going to be is just binge watching that. So excited about that. And also it kind of helps fill this void of the first couple weeks without football, being able to watch that and then get ready for free agency. And then all of a sudden it's draft season. You're getting ready for the draft. And then it's like, okay, now you're in summertime where it's not as much news. And then all of a sudden we're back to football. So uh, it's a good – it's a good thing to um, fill up some time there. Uh, one of my favorite players, former Ute, Eric Weddle, called it a career today. Decided, hey, <clears throat> I'm going to hang it up. I had a great career. 
made my runs with some teams, but I just need to be with my family now and kind of just, uh, I made my money. Let's, let's time, time to settle back and settle down. And, um, Eric, awesome career, the beard, love it. He's seriously was like one of the best youths of all time playing both ways offensively and defensively. He's fantastic. You will be missed. Um, really, I, I know there's the animosity with the Chargers because they didn't really want to pay you and you still felt you had something left. You went to the Ravens, clearly showed that you did have something left, but I hope you go back to the Chargers and sign a one-year deal to retire. I hope you retire as a Charger. That's what I remember you as. Um, but we'll see. There might be too much animosity there that he just doesn't want to do it. He might even say, well, I'll go to the Ravens and do that. So we'll see there. Um, Jalen Richard. Running back for the Oakland Raiders, he signed a two-year deal. And, I mean, he's just the perfect complement to Josh Jacobs. He's a pass receiving back, great on third downs. Uh, he's a smaller type running back, so if he does need to like, do those draws or inside zones on third down and long, he can sneak through some linemen and linebackers just because he's hard to see, hard to tackle, very much like an MJD style of body. And so – uh, I think that's a great move for the charge or sorry for the Raiders. Make sure that you you're locking up positions that you know you're good on. So you come free agency and come to draft. You're not having to fill voids that you may have lost that you were good at last year. So you now know running backs fine. Like we don't have to worry about that one. Tight ends fine. We don't have to worry about that. Let's only focus about re wide receiver or maybe a quarterback later in the draft. So um, great signing there. Uh, speaking of the Eagles that we talked about a little bit ago, uh, they are deciding to go without an official offensive coordinator this year. They have a pass coordinator and a run coordinator, and uh, they're going to have different positions as well that are not just coordinator positions, so like actual position coaches. So interesting. You always, you always wonder like how that's going to work, but I'm sure Doug – Peterson's going to end up calling the plays anyways. That's how he got this job anyways. He did it for Andy Reid uh, one year. Actually, I think it was only for one season and then got that job for the Eagles. And so <clears throat> we'll see how that works out. I think it's going to work out fine. Like let Doug Peterson do his thing. I think it's going to be great for Carson Wentz. I think it's great for Miles Sanders. Uh, they obviously just need wide receivers like crazy. But um, I think that's a good move for them. Like, don't stress about having to find somebody to fill this void. Just keep going with what you know works, which is what got you to a Super Bowl and won you a Super Bowl a couple years ago, letting Doug Peterson really be the voice of that offense. So very smart from the Eagles. Uh, Trent Baalke, the uh, former 49ers GM from 2011 to 2016, just got hired as the director of player personnel for the Jags. Um, interesting hire because you hadn't really heard much about him since the 2016 firing. So basically two to three years out, out of the league. Um, but I still remember just those 49ers teams at all this talent. And I can't say like it was because of him, right? Like he, they obviously have great scouts and whatnot, but like I remember that talent and, maybe that talent only lasted three to four years and then everybody left and it fell apart. But Hey, if you can have a three year run of being successful, obviously any team would hope for that besides the Patriots that just say, yeah, just give us a decade or two. <laughs> like, 
So um, I think it's awesome. Like I'm fine with it. Uh, Interested to see how it all works out with Dave Caldwell, because obviously Caldwell didn't have as much say as what he wanted when Tom Coughlin was around. I have a hard time believing that he's going to be willing to let somebody else make certain decisions. I think he's going to say, Hey, my job's on the line now. Like I'm going to make all the decisions that I want. Um, If you believe in them or not, I do. And I'm going to go out swinging. So we'll see, see how it works. But if he trusted, they trust each other. I could see it being a good fit. Um, Greg Olson came out today and yesterday for those of you listening again, but uh, he said that it was kind of the mutual separation was a little bit of um, overblown and false saying, Hey, I didn't technically want to leave. They just didn't want to pay me my salary with my age and the, the direction they're going. I just didn't fight it and said, okay, we can, we can both separate here. Uh, so I think it's more of like a gesture on their part. Hey, you guys had me for nine years. Like I respect the organization, the owner, like this is fine. But like, it, yeah, he, he does not come out and say that if there's not a little bit of animosity, they're saying like, Hey, yeah, you guys kind of screwed me in this situation. And it for sure was not my choice. I didn't come to you guys and say, Hey, I want to leave. They came to him. So uh, I thought that was a little funny, actually, just how he was so open about coming out and saying that. Uh, <clears throat> last week, or last episode, I should say, we talked about the Jags, two London games. I kind of had my little uh, tantrum about it. Just, And I feel the same way. Like, nothing's changed there. Actually, if anything, I'm, I'm probably even feeling more strong about what I was saying. Uh, but a lot of Jags fans, they started this petition type thing, signing a doc uh, of your displeasure of the situation. And this thing is starting to ramp up big time. Uh, Shad Khan and um, the president, Mark Lamping, they both actually say they want to talk to the, the group that started this. Which The group is Big Cat Country, who's like – the biggest writing group for the Jags and everybody follows them just like as fans. So it's funny because they have, I think right now it's only been open for like 24 hours, maybe a little bit more. And they're at 22,000 people that have voted on this. And it's showing like how many years people have been fans. And it basically saying, is two London games worth losing? And like you sign it and say how many years you've been a fan and it's adding up. And the fa- like how many years of fandom they're, the, they're saying they're losing is up to like almost 50,000 at this point and still rising, um, showing how many people are not renewing their season tickets. And that's a ridiculous amount. So it's getting ugly. And um Fans have really went from loving Chad Khan to hating Chad Khan and saying it's all about the money for him and he doesn't actually care about the city or winning. This is how bad it is. There are literally fans saying we're okay with going to San Diego. <laughs> like a city that just got a team like ripped away from them. Uh, so I why I'm saying this I would hate for San Diego fans to get that hopes up that maybe they get a team back and hits Jacksonville. Um, it would be interesting. I would be down with it because obviously San Diego is close to me. I'd go to way more games. Uh, I honestly would not be upset about it, but 
interesting to see. Uh, you hope that just like fans are like, there's something that's done here. I mean, if if Yanni Kangakwe leaves though in free agency, they don't franchise tag him or get him signed. There's going to be riots in Jacksonville for sure. It's going to be ugly. So we'll see how that goes. I mean, hell, I would maybe even fly out to Jacksonville just to see that because I do not want to see that leave. Like, watching the Chiefs play and seeing how good, like, a defensive line is, and obviously I know this because of 2017, it was the Jags' defensive line that really made that, even though they had great linebackers and DBs, but it was the defensive line that was really causing havoc there. Uh, but we'll see. See how it goes. But Josh Allen and Yannick Ngakwe combo sounds great. Uh, NFL draft scout, Mike, Matt Miller, loved the guy, spent a lot of time with him at the senior bowl. He did a mock draft, seven, seven round mock draft. And he had Isaiah Simmons and uh, Javon Kinlaw going there. And I love that combination. If they got Simmons at nine and Kinlaw at 20, like that's outstanding. Second round, you'd either pick a cornerback or a, uh, or a wide receiver that falls to you, that would be awesome. What a great combination there. So we'll see on that side, though. Like a long time to the draft. We'll, we'll be prepping everybody for it. And then, honestly, here's, a, here's the last thing that I wanted to really talk about today, and that's just the quarterback carousel that's kind of going to be happening in free agency. Uh, over the next month, Austin and I are going to talk about, basically we're probably going to go through the top 100 to 200 free agents and just talk about their skill sets and then we'll go team by team and talk about which free agents would make sense from just a skill standpoint a need standpoint and possibly even just money and cap space standpoint so that that should be fun we'll do every team so uh, all you listeners can really hear about your own team which i know i love doing when i listen to other podcasts hearing about the jag so uh, we'll make sure to do that but in the meantime Quarterback carousel, a lot of veteran quarterbacks could be changing. We talked about this a little bit last episode, um, but Brady, Newton, Breeze, Rivers, Dalton, you could even say Dak, which I don't think he's leaving, but Dak, uh, Teddy Bridgewater, Jameis Winston, Tannehill. Tannehill's not going anywhere, but all of those guys – you're so used to seeing them in a single jersey. Maybe not Tannehill because he's been on two teams, but everyone else been on their team for a long time. And all of them could be changing teams. That's how crazy it is. In the end, most likely only a few of them leave. Like Breeze probably isn't going anywhere. Dalton for sure is. Rivers for sure is. Cam, <coughs> Austin and I were kind of leading the charge during the season saying he was going to be gone. I'm starting to lean towards that keep him from one more year. Uh, Dak, I don't think he's leaving. Brady, up in the air. I could see him staying. Also could see him leaving. Teddy, I think he's gone now with the news of them saying that uh, Taysom Hill is going to be the future there. So I think T Teddy's gone. Tannehill, Titans have no choice but to pay him. And then Jameis, I have no idea. I don't know what they're going to do with Jameis. Are, are they going to go with another YOLO? year and just be like fuck it Jameis just toss it like just run there just throw the ball up we got two amazing receivers just just throw it try not to throw as many picks this year 
Uh, we'll see. Uh, something else we haven't talked about now that I'm thinking through this is uh, Derek Henry is obviously a free agent this year. They're not – maybe they franchise tag him now that I'm thinking about it. Signed Tannehill, franchise tagged Derek Henry for one more year, run him into the ground, and then let him walk. That That's actually very likely now that I'm thinking through this. But he during the Super Bowl weekend, he did an interview, and they asked, what's your number? And he literally said, Zeke's contract is the floor, meaning that's the least I would accept. Uh, Derek, you've had an amazing year, obviously, this year. Really, really good last month and a half the year before that you're on a tear uh i have a very hard time believing that you are going to get zeke money um one because look at the cowboys they look what they did with zeke and he's fantastic with a fantastic offensive line and yet they still weren't had it didn't have a successful season and then we already talked about this episode david johnson and todd Gurley. They got paid a shit ton of money, and now both of those teams are trying to get out of those contracts. Um, I think we are at the end of giant contracts for running backs. So I think he just he's a year too late. If he would have got this last year, it would have been him and Zeke getting paid. Uh, with the disappointments of all those, season, all those teams of Arizona, Cowboys, and Rams, there's one common denominator there, paying your running back. Can't do it anymore. But you probably will get a – Nice little franchise tag year where you make a shit ton of money. And then <clears throat> I don't know what you're going to do after that. But we'll see how it goes. I'm super excited for free agency to get this stuff rolling, see where players go. This might be the year that really it's kind of like the NBA where players really start to change teams. Um, might, might be a little bit of chaotic, but it's going to be fun. Uh, but, hey, there's not a ton of news because – the Super Bowl just ended and free agency is still a little bit of a way. So like, it's going to ramp up from this point for, until free agency is in middle of March. Uh, but again, we'll go over all the free agents. It's going to be a good time. Be sure to tune in to us. Uh, Austin, again, missed your bud. Uh, we'll talk on Sunday. Uh, we'll be back with the, you guys, everybody on Tuesday. Our episode will come out and we appreciate the time. And tonight we've been talking about- Thank you.